Hello, everyone. Welcome to the weekly workshop. This is actually take two, but it was uh, brought to my attention that my first video had no sound. So I apologize if you clicked on the link and could not hear what I was saying. Uh, so we're trying again and hopefully have worked out all of the technical difficulties. But for today's workshop, I wanted to elaborate a bit more on my last workshop, which I can give kind of a general overview of emotional eating. And today specifically wanted to look at cravings, as that's something that we experience on a monthly, weekly, sometimes even daily basis. So lots of different things can cause cravings. A lack of sleep is a huge one. If we're not allowing our bodies to rest and recover, that can trigger cravings, as well as dehydration. If we're not drinking enough water, uh, a lot of times our bodies we think we're hungry when in actuality, we're actually thirsty. So having a, a glass of water and waiting 15 to 20 minutes to see if the craving or hunger pains pass might you know, tell us that we're, we're actually dehydrated. Uh, stress or anxiety are huge triggers for cravings, as well as imbalanced eating or food restriction. So if we are restrict, restricting certain foods or entire food groups, kind of our brain then goes into wanting those foods more often when, you know, if we had more, a more balanced approach to our eating and didn't restrict foods, then those, you'll see those cravings lessen. Uh, that's kind of why at Evolve, we coach a more balanced approach to eating and don't you know, cut out certain foods because everything is okay in moderation. Seasonal shifts can also trigger cravings. So for example, in the summer when it's hot, we might crave you know, sweeter, colder items. And then in the winter when it's cold and dark, it's typically when we crave you know, warm, filling, comfort food um, type of things. Uh, cravings can also be triggered by nutrient imbalances or deficiencies. So that one's kind of our body's way of telling us when we're lacking a certain nutrient. Uh, hormonal imbalances are also a big one. Something as women that we experience quite often and low blood sugar. If we're not eating as frequently as we need to and our blood sugar is dropping, that can trigger certain cravings. And then a concept called devolution, which is reverting back to old habits. So for example, you are going to the movies, but you're not really hungry. Maybe you ate right before you went. But you walk into the theater and you're hit with that smell of popcorn and then all of a sudden you're craving popcorn. So devolution is just kind of that, that mind-body connection. We smell a certain smell and it makes us, kind of triggers us to crave or you're, you know, on a road trip and you always have the same kinds of snacks. Um, that's devolution as well. So how can we navigate our cravings with mindfulness? You know, because cravings are not going to go away. We're always going to experience cravings. And, you know, sometimes it's completely fine to give in to our cravings. And then other times we realize that, you know, we can work through them without indulging in that particular food. So just some tips to navigate cravings with mindfulness. The first step is just really to acknowledge your cravings to make them less powerful name the craving. You know, I'm craving chocolate, something sweet. I'm craving salty chips. You know, that can really take the power away from the craving. 
and then explore the origin with non-judgmental curiosity. Now, what was happening leading up to feeling that craving? How were you feeling uh, emotionally? Uh, were you stressed, anxious, bored? You know, exploring kind of how we got to that point of uh, the craving kind of hitting us can really tell us a lot, um, a lot about ourselves. And then proceed from a place of empowerment. So craving might be a message from your body that it's seeking a particular food or nutrient. So when we can make that connection uh, between our mind and our body, I mean, it can be really powerful. And tuning into our body, listening to our body. Because cravings can be precipitated by your emotional state, physiological state, diet, and routine. So there's some questions that can be really powerful to ask yourself when you start feeling a craving. Uh, so is this a craving or a bad habit? You know, am I really craving this particular food? Or is this just a habit that I've developed? Like you get home from work and it's been a stressful, busy day. And you, the first thing that you do when you walk in the door is open a bag of chips, crack open a beer, you know, have some a candy bar, whatever it may be. Is that just a habit that you've established, or are you really craving that particular food item? Another question is: Is this craving occurring alongside a particular emotion? So, kind of like I talked about last week, where emotional eating means it's coming from a place of, you know, maybe feeling stressed, anxious, lonely, bored? Um, is that craving occurring alongside any of those emotions or, or is it separate from them? And then is this craving guiding me toward a food that would support my health? You know, a lot of times we are we crave foods that don't align with our health goals. So that's definitely something to, to ask yourself. But once a craving is acknowledged, Give yourself the power to disidentify with it and listen to what your body is telling you. And maybe your body is telling you that you need to satisfy your craving with a particular food. But if it's not, uh, some things that you could try would be instead of satisfying the craving automatically is going on a walk. You know, distraction can tame temptation uh, or swap it out. If you're craving something sweet or chocolatey, have a small piece of dark chocolate or a handful of chocolate chips. You know, wait 15 to 20 minutes and see if the craving has subsided. Or if you're craving something crunchy, swap chips for you know, carrot sticks or even pickles to get that saltiness. Uh, another tip would be find your happy place. Studies show that imagining your favorite activity can reduce naturally occurring cravings. Kind of that distraction, you know, you're, you're thinking about something else, which gives time for the craving to kind of dissipate. Uh, challenge your mind, you know, play a, a game on your phone that you like that you don't play very often. Pick up a crossword puzzle, Sudoku, you know, imagery is central to cravings. So when we distract ourselves and turn our focus onto a different task, it can lessen our cravings. And smell the roses. Kind of very similar to the above, but the odor of roses kind of takes over our working memory, helping fade away the craving. So you know, it doesn't have to be roses. It could be essential oils. Um, just any, you know, I love peppermint oil. You know, put it on the, a little bit on the back of your ears or on your wrist, and then just take some deep breaths of that. And that can kind of trick our mind into focusing then on that smell 
instead of the food craving. Um, so definitely not with these tips, not saying never give in to your cravings. You know, if you try any of these tips to distract yourself, go on a walk, um, smell something powerful, do a game. And after 15 to 20 minutes, you're still having a craving for that particular food. And that might be a good indicator that that's your body telling you that it it needs that food item and it needs that, that, that nutrient that's in whatever you're craving. So by all means, you know, satisfy that craving if you've tried everything and it's, it's still there. But I do have uh, some extra resources that I can, would love to send anyone who would like them because there's, you know, when we're craving salty, sweet, there's different things happening in our body and in our mind when we're craving specific foods like that. Um, because, you know, one day you might be craving something sour. The next day it could be something sweet. The day after that, salty, it, it definitely changes. But that's you know, things that are going on in our body and our mind can lead to those specific cravings for salt and sweet. So I have a, a tool resource that I can send anyone who's interested on kind of breaking the cravings down um, into, you know, those different flavors. So if that's something you like me to send, feel free to comment or like this post or this video, and I can definitely get that sent to you. Because cravings are very powerful, but when we approach them in a more mindful way, um, we can kind of take that power back and learn to understand our bodies and what they're telling us a little bit easier. So I hope um, this was helpful and I uh, would love to chat more with anyone who's interested in learning more about their cravings. But it's Friday now, so have a great week, weekend, and we will chat with you soon. Bye.